friends to episode number 53 of the New York City K-Pop Queens podcast. I'm your co-host, Emily. And I'm your co-host, Charity. We have a fun week for you this week. It's here, ladies and gentlemen, Butter from BTS. The song is out. It's everywhere. It's breaking records. We're going to go ahead and give you all of our thoughts and opinions. Apologies in advance. We might go nuts on this one. (laughs) It's a huge, huge song. So excited to talk about it. We're also going to talk about Everglow. The ladies of Everglow had a comeback this week. Can't wait to dig into that one. A new group for us, Promise Nine, they recently had a comeback and we thought it'd be fun to review that and kind of give you our thoughts on this group and their new mini album. A lot going on with Kingdom. Big, big, big week with Kingdom. We'll give you our reactions to all the performances and bring you up to speed on Stray Kids, Ryan Reynolds, and Hugh Jackman's Ooh. new friendship. Crazy. Things are, are nuts. We've also got lots of K-pop news. You know how it goes. There's tons going on in this world. Poll results, shout outs, the whole thing. But first, Charity, how are you doing this week? Are you smooth like butter? I'm smooth like butter. <laughs> I most certainly am smooth and happy. It's a good yeah. week. It's a good week. It is. I feel like this is, um, we'll get into it later, but this may be the first week we've had since doing the pod that we're both kind of bursting at the seams about a new <laughs> right? BTS song. Like, I think this is a comeback that I'm so, so excited about. And I know you are too. Yeah. We broke the mold, you guys. Usually Charity and I don't talk about any new releases until we record. We want our conversation to be spontaneous. But with BTS, we were texting each other at yeah, we could not. Yeah. <laughs> we, were, we were watching that, that pre-party. We were into it. So uh, this is going to be a fun episode. Before we get to that, we want to say a special thank you to the Queendom. Queendom, the name of our amazing listeners. It's way cooler than listeners. It's the Queendom. <laughs> Official Queendom. Thank you so much for celebrating our one-year anniversary with us last week. We loved doing that episode. It was a lot of fun, and we really appreciate you all participating and listening. So huge shout out to the Queendom. Congratulations to our giveaway winners. Kai, who won the Stray Kids album, shared with us that he pulled his bias. So oh, that's amazing. I know. How cool is that? If you don't know what that means, if you're new to K-pop or... I don't know, new to the podcast, pulling a bias means that when you open your album, when you buy a K-pop album, there's different like cards and you don't know who you're going to get. So usually they come with two or three, I think. Yeah. And you don't know who you're going to get. And sometimes you pull your favorites. So that's a whole other subject matter. But speaking of new to K-pop or new to the podcast, give us a follow on social media. Say hi if you'd like. NYC, K-pop queens on Instagram and Twitter. We're nice. We want to be friends. Please don't hesitate or feel nervous about reaching out. So give us a follow. We'll follow you back. Let's hang out. Queendom, poll results. Okay, so every week we post polls on our Twitter. That's another fun reason to follow us. If you don't want to be friends with us, you can still let your voice be heard (laughs) and let us know your opinions. If you just want to go on there every week and be like, wrong, do it. (laughs) Feel free to vote, please. We're dying to hear your opinions, and we do it using Twitter polls every week. So we'll ask your opinion on our opinions a lot of times. We might have loved a song. We're interested in what you think. Things like that come up. So last week, we reviewed Espa, 
ESPA Next Level. It's been a polarizing topic in the K-pop community, right? Where some yeah. people love it, some people don't. I think we both were like, Charity and I weren't crazy about it. It was a, a bizarre choice in yeah, a lot of ways. definitely a bizarre choice. <laughs> we both just kind of didn't vibe with it. So obviously we had to ask you, what did you think? Charity, the queendom is with us. 58, <gasps> I know, 58% said not for me and 42% loved it. So You're right. I think it may be one of those songs that grows on you the more you listen to it. Because I listened to the original from the Hobbs and Shaw Fast and the Furious soundtrack from 2019 uh-huh. and I liked it. I was like, oh, I mean, the beat is cool. So- like, I like the song. It wasn't that I didn't like it. It was that it was a weird, weird choice yeah, to pick a remake of a two-year-old song when I think they're better than that. They could do yeah. an original song. I was just disappointed at how SM's handling the rollout totally. of them. Totally. A million percent. Because the song's good, but it is legitimately an exact almost replica of the original. Exactly. And then like in the middle, you have this other song, which is great. Yeah, I'm like, I yeah. want this song. What is this song? Like, just do so that. So odd. I'm glad the queendom is on our side with this one. Yeah, queendom agrees. It was probably just an odd choice. Like you said, they're super talented and beautiful. I will say I showed a performance video, you know, where they're just doing the choreography mm-hmm. to a uh, male this weekend and he just loved it. He can't get enough of Espa. Oh. So I think Espa has a strong male audience for sure. <laughs> they're, they're very pretty. And I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I guess. We're just being a little hard on them. Makes sense. Well, you know, we're looking at it through different eyes. Very true. Very different lenses. <laughs> a guy who thinks they're hot. Yes, yes. they're very hot. They're very attractive. <laughs> oh, gosh. But there's other criteria and sometimes yes. we might not like something <laughs> for other reasons. Okay, we also reviewed your boo, Taman. Taman came out with a new album and single called Advice. And we spoke about, you know, how lucky we are that we've been able to review three of his albums during the past year. Charity and I, we both agreed that Never Gonna Dance Again Act One was our favorite. But we were wondering kind of what you all thought. So the choices were Never Gonna Dance Again Act One. Never Gonna Dance Again, Act 2, or Advice. And these poll results are a little surprising. I'll tell you why. 57% agreed with us, Charity. Mm -hmm. So Act 1. But then 43% chose Advice and 0% (gasps) chose Act 2. What? Yeah, I was a little bit surprised with that as well because I thought Act 2 was very strong. I thought Me too. Those would be much, much closer and 0 zero percent so wow that is mind-blowing yeah i know we're not the only people that liked act two i think maybe because advice is fresh in fans minds maybe that's what happened Mm. i don't know yeah but (laughs) love it or hate it those are the results and we love that you all participated thank you so much for participating There'll be more polls this week, I'm sure. We have a lot to talk about. So give us a follow, NYC K-Pop Queens. While we're talking about our queendom, let's do some quick shout outs. We can see where you're listening from. We love you and appreciate your support. Shout out to Newport, Rhode Island, Perry Hall, Maryland, Greenville, Tennessee, Bowling Springs, South Carolina, Willowdale, Ontario, London, England, Vietnam, Germany, Ecuador, shout out to our international queendom. We love you and we appreciate you listening every week. Okay, 
it's time to get to it, Charity. It's time to get to it. BTS released a brand new single. There's been an amazing lead up. We've talked about it quite a bit on the podcast. You know we were looking forward to it. The song is called Butter. Song, music video. Let's get into it, Charity. Give me your thoughts. Okay. I am obsessed. I have not been this excited for a release from there since like Boy With Love. That was probably the last album that I got super excited for the first single. But I think the caliber of this song is like Love Yourself series. Like it is back to old BTS. I feel like, yes, it kind of veered for a little bit. They were trying different stuff. And, but this was what they wanted. They wanted a follow-up to Dynamite. They wanted to get on the US radio. They obviously want another number one. They want that Grammy still. And this song kept true to them, but delivers everything else, I think. Right? Oh, so good. I completely, completely agree. I love it. I love it. It's phenomenal. And it's so, so, so smart what they did. First of all, they tricked us because I really thought it was going to be funky disco, right? Like I was like, this is going to be Bruno Mars, Uptown Funk, you know, kind of in the dynamite vein. It's really not. It's really like more of a 90s synth kind of dance song yeah and I love it, still it. Has that funk in it but it's oh, not for like sure yeah no yeah there's a different vibe here and again like they're doing something different all of k-pop's doing disco right now mm-hmm. they've moved on already yeah it's so freaking brilliant and I agree with you like I love this is old bts I think they really conformed a little bit with Dynamite to try to fit into the American market. Mm -hmm. And with that, we lost the rap. Like Dynamite, the rap parts were really kind of auto-tuned talk singing. Yeah, I loved so much in this one. No, we got the rap. And it was so genuine BTS style rap. The vocals are insane. The song, like to me, it's such a happy song. I can't imagine not dancing and smiling when you hear it. And right? I almost think Smooth Like Butter, I love it. But I want to call this song like Popcorn or something. Like it's such a bright, <laughs> yes. exploding, yellow, happy in my face. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. <laughs> if that makes any sense. Like I'm not like smooth like butter. I am dancing around like popcorn. I and love it, it is so, so much. sharp. Like it is sharp yes. in the sense of uh, the vocals, the beat, the choreography, like it's so precise and crisp yes. and sharp and the punctuations, like you said, the explosiveness. I could probably use more adjectives to describe what I mean, but I'm not. You're so right. This isn't like a flowy in and out. It's sharp. It's mm-hmm. bump, bump. It's so, yeah. so cool. So now we can talk about the music video too. Okay, yes, we're yes. going to gush over this for a while. Though, <laughs> <All so right. laughs> hang on tight. Hang on tight. <laughs> Not to get too crazy, but I feel like I want to be like, this is my favorite song ever. It could be. We'll see how I feel a month from now. But I have listened to it nonstop. I have watched the music video Mm -hmm. nonstop. When the music video started, Jungkook comes in and I immediately was like, this is so different. I don't know how I feel, but wow. Okay. They're taking a risk here. Let's see where this goes. Tay comes in and the bass line comes in behind him. And I was like, oh, wow, here we go. By the time Jin started, I was like, song of the summer, done. 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 You just knew it. Like before the chorus even hit, I was like, this is everything. This is going to be the biggest song ever. Mm -hmm. It just has the formula 
for a massive, massive international hit. So freaking smart. Let's talk about the video. Okay. They looked (laughs) amazing. I mean, the best that they've looked. Like, I was shocked. The black and white mug shots. Oh my God. How cool was that? And also, can we just say how smart that was? I'm going to keep saying smart because like, they're smart. The way Mm -hmm. that they handle everything. Because if you're a new fan- Exactly. You know who they are now. Exactly. That's exactly what I thought. The second yeah. I saw it, I thought if you've just watched it the first time, you're going to be able to look and go, oh, that one, his name is Jimin. And now you know who your favorite is. Mm-hmm. It's such a cool way to kind of welcome new fans. Here's who your bias is. I loved the costumes. <gasps> so good. Well, there was one that I was a little about, but mostly I like them. We'll get to that. Okay, yeah, let's talk about their favorite costumes because I thought the styling was fantastic. Yes. I agree with you. There's one look that I would maybe go, I don't know if I love it. I thought from beginning to end, the styling was really cool. Black and white, really cool. Those suits, so stylish, really chef's kiss. I think my favorite look, this probably won't be the most popular, but those like track suits and the bright visuals during that section, I loved. Yeah, they looked cute. Right. Like I just thought it was so bright and fresh and I loved it. I loved the bright colors. I thought like, oh, is this amazing? And then the black and gold suits Mm -hmm. in the performance section towards the end. Yeah. That is just quintessential, like superstar. (laughs) I like when they spelled out army with their bodies. Like when that came on, I was like, oh my God, it's army. They said army. (laughs) Army right behind me. I'm dead. Uh, Thank you for doing that. Right. Were those the looks that you weren't as crazy about? Well, Nam June's look and that one with yeah. the shorts, I was not a fan. But yeah. shout out to Nam June. Someone has been in that gym putting in that work. Girl. <laughs> yes. He looks phenomenal. Phenomenal. Like, he has had a glow up the past couple months. Right? Like, you guys, I don't know if you're paying attention or not, but like, I have been paying attention because oh, Nam June's never been my bias or my wrecker. <laughs> I'm like, what is this? Some of these pictures. Ooh, okay. Right? So I know you're dying, Charity. I know that I this am. has been difficult for you. I know because I had switched biases to Yoongi. I even bought a keychain. Yeah. Symbolize yeah, our deal. togetherness. <laughs> I'm going to have to take a step away for <gasps> a bit. I know. I know. But... Girl, I know. you're back I to know. Nam June. I'm back to Nam June. We're together. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I couldn't help it. Like the whole video I watched yeah. him, the performance I watched him. I mean, I glanced for Yoongi, but I was like, where's Nam June? Where's Nam June? Where's Nam June? That's how, That's you, know. how, I know. That's That's how, how you know. That's how I know who your who bias is. Yeah. Yep. yep. So I no swerved question. to my record, which is Yoongi. We were together for a bit, but I'm swerving back to Nam June now. Now Yoongi's back to record status. Nam June is back to bias status. Bias. For sure. Yeah. I will not judge. You know, I went through this quite a bit. I was, Jungkook is my first bias. At the end of the day, if I'm being honest, he's my alt. I switched a little bit there for the past year, but I went back to him. Tay was my bias and he was my record there for a minute, but I did something very similarly where I was like, no. I don't usually swerve, but I couldn't help it for a little bit. Yoongi just took my attention, but it's That's, back, you know what? For me, it was Tay with Dynamite. Like, that <laughs> yeah. was the look. I was like, okay, yeah. No, he is my bias. 
It was a fling. It was a fling, JK, <laughs> forever. Um, <laughs> and, and I'm not even a fan of like JK's longer hair. And I loved him in this video. The I thought he was, oh, he looks so cool. So mm-hmm. cool. Is that a real eyebrow piercing? It is because he wore it at the press conference. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Someone's getting spicy, Emily. I know. Little JK is becoming a bad boy in front of our eyes. I'm like, just your okay. type. I, that's like, I know that's what's crazy. But what's funny is I do go for bad boys, but usually like secret bad boys that look like <laughs> not bad boys. So yeah. he's, so he's giving this look like tattoos and piercings twist. I'm usually not into that. That's not my vibe, <laughs> but I appreciate the effort and anything on Jen Cook I'm into. He can do whatever he wants. Fantastic. I, I want to talk about too the part in the music video where they all do solo dances in the elevator. Yes. Ugh. I love stuff like that where the audience gets a feel for their personalities. Mm-hmm. You have Yoongi was just grooving, mm-hmm. cool, grooving. You have the dance line doing amazing choreography. Jimin starts it off with that leg thing. He looks phenomenal. So good. JK is doing like really cool twirl and like intricate stuff. J-Hope brought so much energy in that section. Phenomenal. I just thought the whole thing was so cool and smart. The way that they did this, this is what I think we both wanted from BTS for a long yes. time now. Very long I time, agree with yeah. you. Like since Boy With Love, I haven't been this excited. And it's also, for those of you who might not know, like we're a major army. We're multi-stands for sure. We love a lot of groups and we're very, very passionate about K-pop. But we got into K-pop because of BTS. Mm-hmm. ARMY is like, that's us. We were solely ARMY for a while before yeah, we were introduced to Monsta X. So there's something about BTS. I think we're always going to maybe be more critical because we love them so much and we know their potential. Mm-hmm. We hold them on a pedestal that's probably yeah. very unfair. I know. And when it's not perfect, <laughs> we're like, oh, I don't know about this. I know. And it's not fair. I'll say that right now. That's not fair. It's hard to judge them like everyone else because our yeah. expectations are just through the roof. Through the roof. What they set them, like that Love Yourself series is by yeah. far the most exceptional album, every iteration of it. Well, even before that, the most beautiful moment in life, like the Wings right? saga, like they set up this world. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, I felt like a little bit kind of started falling off for me personally. I loved Boy With Love. Like yeah. Persona was good, but it wasn't Love Yourself. No. And then no. this other stuff has been like in and out, but I wasn't so blown away. I was going to like pass out. Same. Butter for me is yeah. just perfection. Yeah. This is the group I love and I'm so passionate about. And to see it come together in this way, to see them do an all English song that is so radio friendly, but still BTS. Like they mm-hmm. figured it out. They figured yeah. it out. And it's just phenomenal i'm so proud of them and i saw during an interview i think it was zach saying one of these you know big time interviews said it kind of reminded them of like the best of a boy band like mm-hmm. boy band era and sugar was like yeah i think it's a good time to do something boy band like we wanted to do something refreshing that's what this is this is uh, i love it <laughs> yeah I also want to talk about, I think it's really interesting, the dynamic that's happening within the group where there's a lot more fluidity on who does what. And what I'm talking about is 
we're so used to seeing, okay, this person's center in all the dance formations, these three are going to be closer to the front. You know, there's certain Mm -hmm. members that are going to be in the back during a dance formation, during the chorus, stuff like that. I've noticed the past couple releases for them, they're changing it up. And I think it's cool because you get to see, for example, a lot more gin and RM at center. Mm -hmm. Like that's not something we're used to seeing all the time. No, not at all. Tay has really stepped towards the center. He was featured so heavily during Dynamite and it Mm -hmm. was nice to see him at times. And then they still always are going to circle back. You're still always going to get JK and Jimin and Mm J-Hope featured. It's not like they're being, you know, pushed away, but it's nice to kind of see there were a few moments with uh Suga where he was right up there leading the way dancing. And I love that. I like seeing the rotation, different members being featured. It's really, really cool. Smart. Oh, I love them. I was so happy watching this this weekend. Like just bouncing up and down on the bed. Just like yes. Me too. Me too. I don't <laughs> and I just kept watching it. Yeah. I'm not lying, you guys. I was up till like four in the morning on Thursday night. And I had a deadline for like something, you know, work-related Friday morning. I was still working on it that late because I spent (laughs) midnight till two just like Uh, watching BTS over and over again. And then I was like, okay, get back to my computer, get your work done. Um, Phenomenal. Okay. We ran a poll on Twitter. So I have a question for you mm -hmm. and then I'll share what the queendom said. Butter or dynamite? Which side are you picking? Yeah. Yeah, no, same. Down. Yeah. 72% of the queendom agrees. Good. I'm glad they agree. Yeah. <laughs> it's the song. And I don't think it's bold at all to say this is going to be the song of the summer. I feel like it should already be. Like, as soon as I heard it, I was like, well, that's it. No one has yep. a candle to hold to this. There's no way. Yeah. I think as long as it gets that radio play and that support, which I think it will. I was shocked this weekend because I was in the car a lot and had the radio on and I was waiting to hear it and I didn't hear it. I heard Dynamite, but I didn't hear this yet. And I was like, where the I haven't heard it either, but I haven't really been in in a car listening to the radio as much, but I haven't heard it. Yeah, that's always really exciting when you hear it in a car. Yeah, I mean, I heard Dynamite and I got excited, but I was like, where's Butter? Butter's the new one. Let me hear that. Let's talk about the BBMA, the Billboard Music Awards. So it was a huge weekend. This comes out at midnight on Thursday. And then Sunday, we got to see it performed live for the first time, which is, for me, I'm always dying to see that first live performance Mm -hmm. and the dance practice video because I want to see the entire choreography without cuts and everything else. So I loved the Billboard Music Awards performance. I thought it was so well done. What did you think? Loved it. I liked the beginning when your man is backstage looking in the mirror and then it turns into him, you know, in his full outfit and then... (laughs) The sound of his footsteps. Yeah. I love that. And then did you catch the whistle he did? Yeah. Oh, I was like, you whistled, JK, just like you did in DNA. DNA. Yep. Yep. And the whole thing's a callback. Like, did you see he was in his dynamite? outfit looking in the mirror no yeah when it starts using that jean jacket dynamite look then he goes into this and whistles dna walking out chef's kiss like so cool i love the choreography i thought the breakdown was really neat Mm -hmm. when like j-hope comes up two members join him yes cook comes up the other three members join him they're always doing something different and interesting i thought it was really cool really cool I like that they transition to different stages, constantly changing visuals, giving us a different backdrop. So much effort. 
so much effort, even though it's virtual and they're in a different location. It's still the best performance of the night. Let's get real. Right? Yeah. Like it's so mind boggling to me because we're used to K-pop and the level of performance that K-pop groups put out. When I watch American award shows now and I watch the other performers, (sighs) exactly. I'm just like, okay, (laughs) this is okay. Like, it's just so there's such a drastic contrast Mm -hmm. when BTS comes on. And to me, it's always like refreshing. Like, oh yeah, now we're going to really see a show. And no shade. (laughs) I like a lot of Western acts and songs. Obviously, The Weeknd killed it, and I'm a big fan of his. But there's just such a performance difference between mm-hmm. a lot of Western acts. I wouldn't want to perform after BTS on oh gosh, any of these no. shows. I'd be really worried. I was happy that they didn't make us wait to the very end of the show. Yes. Let's give a shout out to Billboard. Thank, Thank you, you, Billboard. Billboard Music Awards, opposite of the Grammys. They didn't disrespect BTS. They didn't use them and then give them a crappy time slot at the end. They didn't make fun of them for Mm -hmm. making a cool set. They were so respectful. Yeah, they gave them a nice time slot. And thank you, Billboard, for doing that, not using me for ratings. Also, BTS won all four of the awards they were up for. You can say whatever. Haters can hate on fan-voted awards because the ARMY is the biggest fan base in the world. And of course, they're going to win top social artists. This is their, Mm -hmm. I believe their fifth year in a row. But the other awards are big, big awards. And these aren't ones you can argue with. These aren't a committee picks like the political Grammys. These are based on sales and the Billboard chart numbers. And they won Best Duo Group. They've won that one before. That's very exciting. And then they also won Song Sales and Top Selling Song for Dynamite. Those are two separate awards because it's like, the best sales of the year, and then for a specific song, the best sales. So, I mean, they're the best-selling group in the world. Like, insane. Amazing. Insane level of achievement. So proud of them. So proud. It's just, I think we all feel really passionate about this because, like, being a fan of BTS five years ago was weird in Mm -hmm. a lot of America. You know, people didn't get K-pop and why you're so passionate about this group and who's this group and whatever to see them now be the biggest group in the world is like, duh. (laughs) Hello. Where have you been? Welcome to the party. (laughs) We all know like, cool. Welcome new fans, but don't try to buy concert tickets. No, no, don't you dare. (laughs) Don't, unless you're going to buy them scalp because do not, do not. Do not get on Ticketmaster that morning, new people. We don't need to. We don't need this. The anxiety. Oh the, the only negative thing. Concert <laughs> yeah. It, I thought it was like just an amazing weekend for Army. Really, mm-hmm. really proud of BTS. We'll get into kind of all the news numbers, all the records they broke later. But it was really cool, and I think like I loved the rollout of it. I think their marketing was really smart. I have to say, your man in interviews. I am living for because he's like, Liam June does. It's not shady at all, but he questions <laughs> reporters in a way. Like yeah. my favorite thing he does is when someone says, oh my God, I love this song. I'm obsessed with it. And he goes, oh really? What was your favorite part? <laughs> and he does that all the time now because he knows they're all just, you know, yeah. lying, BSing him oh, I liked the beginning. And then he'll go, oh, really? The beginning? And look at Jimin and they both like smirk. (laughs) I love that. And I just want to say like, 
how disrespectful can you be? I know. When you're interviewing an actor, an artist, a singer, it's your job to yeah. be up on the work and up on the song. That would be like if we got on the podcast every week and review a new album that we didn't listen to. What? And so many people in the media do that. It's ridiculous. It's like you're it's not doing so your job. It's so fake. It's so fake. And I just love that BTS calls them out on it. <sighs> oh, really? What was your favorite part? So PSA, <laughs> if you're going to interview BTS, you better be up not only on their catalog, but at least on the single that you're talking about. Right. And then I loved it too. Oh my goodness. There was one where someone's like, I mean, Justin Bieber, that used to be a dream. And now there's rumors that you could be doing a song with him. Like, have you manifested this? It's like a dream come true. And he goes, actually, it's not a dream come true. We're label mates. We're on the same label. So it's not unrealistic <laughs> at all. about it. <laughs> like, I love it so much. And you can see him getting a little sassy. I love when he gets sassy. Oh my goodness. Like put them in their place. Yes. Well, because he is saying like, we're the biggest group in the world. (laughs) Doing a song with Justin Bieber isn't a dream come true anymore. It's a dream come true for him. Exactly. You should be so relevant. Come on. Louder. Exactly. Exactly. (laughs) And that's like what he's saying. You could just say, uh, actually, no. (laughs) Like... Um, Sorry if you haven't seen the deals. He's on our label now that we built. Yeah. Hmm. That we bought the label that he's on. Let that sink in. We bought him, so he'll do yeah. whatever we tell him to. Right. <laughs> That's like, it, it was just, it's, I, I love watching oh. him be shady to people who aren't up on the whole thing. You don't even have to be armed. You just no, have to be not respectful. You just have to be respectful. Yeah. Well, it's hard when you're a journalist and some of these people, I get it. You don't have a lot of time. You're kind of cramming, trying to figure stuff out before the interview. But this is the biggest group in the world. <laughs> you need to be kind of up on your stuff. To yeah. interview them. Like we would both kill, like to have them on totally. the podcast. Oh my gosh. I would lose my everlasting mind. But it's also, think about like, okay, we don't get to interview them. We have an opportunity to speak to like a really hot group coming out of South America okay, that's not our bread and butter. That's not what we talk about all the time. You know, for a fact, we're going to get ourselves up on their entire catalog and know everything about the song before we say hello. It's just- Exactly. You don't don't look like an idiot. Do your job. And if you don't do your job, Nam June's going to call you out and we're all going (laughs) to laugh. I love that he does that so much. I also want to give a shout out to V. Tay did something really cute in one of the- promotional Polaroids. He's doing the sign for butter, sign language. Aw, Tay is so sweet. And he does that a lot. Tay does sign language quite a bit. You know, this isn't the first instance of him doing something like this. Really cool. Really, really cool. He is so aware and trying to be inclusive when he gets the opportunity. And he's the sweetest. Shout out to him. So sweet. Oh my goodness. Okay, also we have to do a little... PSA here for Jungkook because during that V Live, Jungkook said something and it's blowing up and it breaks my heart. Jungkook said he didn't eat for five days before the music video recording because, you know, he wanted to look good on the video. And it's sad because J-Hope says like, yeah, look at your cheekbones. There's no baby fat. And Jungkook says, yeah, I didn't eat for five days. And they all just sit there like that's normal. Yeah. He only drank water for five days days and then does that level of performance and choreography ah jk you don't have to do that you don't have to do that i know things can be cultural 
but I don't think this should be normalized. I'm sorry. I don't care where no. you're from, what country you're no. in, what your job is. There are healthy ways to be svelte looking, to have that cut jaw to without cut starving yourself yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. for five days. It's going to totally mess up his metabolism for one. Yeah. Two, just also when they talk about it, it's not a good thing to promote to very impressionable people. I think that that's the issue though. And now he's going to get more flack than ever because he was honest. So he'll hide it more and not be honest. And I don't think that's fair either. No, but. Because like we, the public have put that pressure on him, right? Like we have, like if you're famous for being good looking, your job is to continue to be good looking. Yeah. And if you gain weight, everyone will say how fat you got. That's just a bottom line. Like Jungkook gains weight. Everyone talks about it. So like, that's the reality. And the reality of the other side is for him, he feels like he has to kind of yo-yo diet sometimes. Mm -hmm. And that sucks. It's not fair. But I think like some of that's good because we can say, well, there's a healthy way to do it and you should do this, but it's not realistic. Yeah. We're not in the same pressure. It's not realistic. Yeah. And the healthy way to do it, you don't get those cheekbones that quickly. So I get it. I just feel bad for him. And I think it's another comment on the sacrifices that these idols make and how difficult the lifestyle is that most people would never understand. Being in entertainment is the only job where people will consistently make fun of you to your face about how you look Mm -hmm. 24-7. And I don't care how thick-skinned you are when someone makes fun of your appearance that much. Oh, 1,000%. The pressure would be so hard. So I feel bad. And yeah, there's not an easy answer because as much as we say, don't do that and be healthy and blah, blah, blah. You don't see a group of seven overweight idols. Yeah. It's not realistic. So I just think it's kind of a sad situation and just want to send him some love and support because we'll love him no matter what. I love JK. I don't like tattoos and piercings and I will die for this man. I don't care what he looks like. Like it's, I really don't. It's not even about that. I genuinely love that guy so much. So just sending love and recognizing it's not black and white. There's a gray area with that lifestyle and appearance issues that idols have to deal with that it would be mm-hmm. nice. You know, we could all stop judging and empathize a little bit more. Oh, JK. Poor JK, we just want to send some love to him because I was like, Oh, oh no, that is hard. I can't imagine Remember dancing he, at that level. Back in the day, we would see his diet pills everywhere, <gasps> and that was during the idol promotion. Yeah, I mean, JK was so young, and mm-hmm. but you know, he had to lift his shirt during fake love. Yeah, that's yep. pressure. You know, there's Big pressure time. with that stuff. I just, oh. It makes me sad because there's always that thing with him when you watch interviews. He doesn't realize how great he is. He never, never realized. And that's what's heartbreaking because I'm like, you're literally like during our fantasy draft K-pop group. <laughs> JK was my number one pick no matter what. Yeah. Like he's it. He's the epitome. So many idols look up to him. And the way he talks about himself, JK doesn't understand how amazing he is. Yeah. I hope one day he does and it has nothing to do with having abs. No. There's maybe 0.0001% that love him because he lifted yeah. his shirt fake love. Like it's, <laughs> yeah. His oh. talent isn't tied to how he looks and his heart and yeah. soul isn't tied to that. We all see it. We all love you, JK. Sorry for the tangent, everyone, but oh, 
when I saw that V live, I was like, no, oh my goodness, this poor guy. We accept and love BTS as they are, as they taught us, you know, like we may jump biases, but we love them all. Oh yeah. Oh, you know, I mean, that's just our normal (laughs) behavior. (laughs) We skip around biases, but we we do do love them no matter what. Spread the love. (laughs) Seriously. Just like butter. Oh, yes. I didn't even get that. (laughs) (laughs) Spread it like butter. Spread it like butter. (laughs) Smooth like butter. I wake up and that's the phrase in my head now. Smooth like butter. Like it's that first JK line is just (laughs) in my head. This song is so, so good. So good. It's going to be massive for them. I mean, it already is. But this is one I think that has longevity and staying power. Mm -hmm. Song of the summer. Let's play a clip for the queendom. <gasps> oh my God, yes. Let's play it. I'm dying to listen to it for the millionth time. In case you guys haven't heard this, <laughs> <laughs> our song of the summer, BTS, Butter. When I look in the mirror, I'm at your heart and you too. I got this superstar glow, so ooh. Through the boogie line. The size that burn left to my the summer song of the summer seriously (laughs) song of summer also huge respect to them their pronunciation gets better and better right you can tell they're really really working to come up the Mm -hmm. curve with english and just the difference from dynamite to this one with their pronunciation fantastic that's so hard to do like Oh my goodness. I can, you all hear me pronounce stuff every week. <laughs> Same. I can pronounce a name right. And they're mm. singing I full songs in English. get on struggle buses with some names. <laughs> then the next week I'm like, crap. I look up that I didn't check every source of how to pronounce it. And I realized I pronounced it wrong and I kick myself. Ugh. Well, that's the worst when you realize there are certain groups that I've pronounced wrong since the day they've come out because you're yeah. just so used to seeing it. You're not used yeah. to hearing it. Yep. If you never heard something pronounced and you just mm-hmm. read it yourself, it's hard. <laughs> so huge shout out to BTS. Amazing comeback. And you know we're not going to continue until we do our favorite segment of the show, Charity. It's quiz time. Quiz time. Quiz time. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We don't have our beautiful mashup this week, but there you no, go. No, but we're working on it. That was a good one. <laughs> good good that one. That was good. Yeah. So every week we do a quiz on the podcast. It's just something fun and lighthearted. They're usually BuzzFeed quizzes. And a link to the quiz is in the description of the podcast you're listening to right now. So go ahead and read the description. There should be a link. We will post this on our Twitter. Please let us know who you got. That's so fun because a lot of times Charity and I will get the same result. Mm -hmm. So we wonder if the quiz just sucks and they're giving everyone the (laughs) same result or like what the deal is. So we always appreciate you letting us know who you got. Okay, this week, really fun, really topical BTS quiz Charity. Are you ready to find out if you are more like dynamite or butter? Ooh, yes. 
fun one. We both decided we like the song Buttermore, but personality-wise, I wonder which one we'll be like. Okay, question number one, Charity. Mm-hmm. What's your favorite color? Pink, yellow, black, red, blue, or green? Queendom knows that I always pick green, so that's what I'm picking again. I always pick black or red. Black first, then red. Recently, yellow has really come into play. Yeah. Like, I do love yellow, but I think that's too obvious. That's a, <laughs> that's like a butter, you know? So I'll yes. go with my standard black. <laughs> okay. Choose a BTS song on Boy With Love, Best Of Me, Danger, Fake Love, or Blood, Sweat, and Tears. I'm going to go with Boy With Love. I'm going to go with Fake Love. Okay. Sunset or Sunrise? Sunset. I'm going to go with Sunrise. What would you have for breakfast, Emily? A donut, pancakes, waffles, or cereal? Coffee, duh. Um, <laughs> but it's not here. So I'll say waffles. For this, these donuts look really yummy. So I'm going to go for a donut. Mm. Okay, pick a jacket. A leather jacket, jean jacket, blazer, or sweater? A leather jacket. Yeah, I'm going with leather too. Where do you want to travel to? Hawaii, Japan, Italy, Spain, Russia, or South Africa? Japan. Um, I'm going to pick South Africa because I would th- love to go on a glamping. Let me be specific. A glamping safari. <laughs> <laughs> oh, charity. I would go on a safari only if it was ethical towards the animals and like I would have to make sure it was with the right kind of sanctioned group, Mm -hmm. but that would be fun. Very fun. Okay. How would you describe yourself? Energetic, bold, sarcastic, spontaneous, creative, or compassionate? Probably compassionate. I'm going to go with creative. You're super creative for sure. Yeah. How do you feel normally? And I have to describe these because they're emojis. The celebratory emoji, the chin strap emoji, the upside down smiley face, or the emoji with the cool sunglasses. I'm going to go with the upside down smiley face. I don't use that one that much, but that's like a fun like, yeah, I yeah. think that one fits. <laughs> I'm going to go with the sunglasses one. Okay. Because I'm so cool. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Choose an insect. A bee or a butterfly? I'm going to go with a butterfly. I'm going to go with a bee. I love bees. Like, you guys, they don't mean to hurt you, and we need them to help pollinate plants. Let's save the bees. (laughs) (laughs) Finally, pick a flower. A sunflower, a rose, a lily, or a daisy? I'm going to pick a rose. I'm going to pick a sunflower because they're pretty and they don't smell. (laughs) Okay, what did you get? I got dynamite. I was hoping I would get better. <laughs> what does it say? It says you're energetic, bright, and fun to be around. You're the life of the party, and people easily gravitate towards you. You tend to look on the brighter side of things and enjoy spending time with your friends. Okay, I'm that's the a good life one. Of the party, but okay, details. I got <laughs> yeah. That might not be charity, <laughs> but the rest sounds pretty odd. Yeah. Okay, I got better. <sighs> You're bold. I know. Hmm. Uh, You're bold, charming, and always make a statement when you walk into a room. People know you to be a cool and smooth person. 
You enjoy helping others and are the type to randomly break out into dance. Well, that's true. That's definitely you. That's for sure. <laughs> yeah. I was like, hey, spot on. Oh, I'm smooth goodness. like butter. Yes. <laughs> like butter. Yes. I'm so excited. Oh. Okay. The quiz will be posted on our social media and the link is in the description of the podcast you're listening to. Take the quiz. It's a fun one. I mean, there's really no bad answer. Butter yeah, or dynamite. True. Great songs. Yes. Massive congratulations, BTS. We can't wait to see what's next. Can't wait for a new album. You know, mm-hmm. there's a Japanese album coming out next month, but I can't wait for a full new music, new album. Yeah. So amazing, amazing. Okay, let's move on to some ladies that we've been big fans of before. They kind of blew us away last summer. Mm-hmm. We're talking about Everglow. Everglow released a mini album this week called Last Melody. The single is called First. Okay, let's talk about it. What did you think? I like it. I do. I like it. I think it's really fierce and intense, Mm -hmm. and it's so different. For a second, I was like, wait a minute, because I'm used to these really light, airy summer songs from girl groups that we've been kind of, you know, reviewing. This is bold, and it's so different from what most of the girl groups are putting out there. What I love about Everglow is I buy it. Like I bought it. They are fierce, 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 fierce. I think it's a kind of pump up, you know, I'm first, I'm going to win type of song. Mm-hmm. And it's very reminiscent to me of P1 Harmony. You know, we recently yeah. reviewed them, the visuals in the music video and the sound reminded me of that. I was like, okay, it'd be a nice in a playlist to have this back to back with like Pyramid, P1 Harmony. I like the song. I think it's great. And can't wait to talk about the music video. What did you think? I thought it was really good. Honestly, it kind of gave me similar vibes to like these really intense songs Blackpink does, Mm. which I also Mm. love. Okay, yeah. When I heard it, I could hear Blackpink doing it. Interesting, yeah. No shade to Everglow. It just is an observation. More than anything, just like an observation. I loved it. I love them. I thought they looked like badass space warriors. Yes, the visuals. <laughs> uh, and they sounded amazing. Oh my goodness. But yeah, the visuals were insane. I wanted all those outfits. Like I'm like, I want to be a badass space warrior too. Where'd you get your wardrobe? Let's coordinate. And the thing is too, like with the outfits, the thing I loved about this, all of the outfits, they look like something you could actually fight someone in or do mm-hmm. something physical in. It's yes. not these like skin tight, you know, sexy pretty girl outfits, but they're pretending to be badasses. Mm-hmm. These actually looked like, <laughs> like these girls mean business. I'm not going to get in their way. <laughs> right? I loved the colors, the story that they're kind of telling. And Everglow has a whole universe and a lot going on with their world. I loved how the outfits were like all black, all white, mm-hmm. all orange. And then they started kind of melding together. I don't know if they were at the center of a burning planet or they're in somewhere in space there that whole scene like the outfits encompassed all the colors leading up to that scene which was really mm-hmm. cool their concepts are always strong and well thought out i think they're one of yeah. those groups that executes really well and i thought they all looked great like this is a group for me that's always hard to kind of pick a bias because i think there's more than one that stands out you know mm-hmm. i have my bias and record and stuff like that I think this is one of those groups where all of them, you know, hold their own really, really well. Yeah. 
What did you think of the other two songs? You know, this was a three song mini album, so not a lot to review. My complaint is I want more songs. <laughs> I know, but, uh, I know. <laughs> what did you think? I loved it. I loved Don't Ask, Don't Tell. To me, that was a summer song that mm-hmm. I wanted. It was really mm-hmm. catchy. You know, it had those synths in it that all these summer songs are leaning toward. I really liked it a lot. Their vocals were really strong. And, you know, I love a good ballad. So Please, Please is right up my alley. Mm -hmm. And I like that Mia starts that ballad, too. I love her voice. Oh, my goodness. I love her voice so much. No, I really liked it. I liked all three songs a lot. Did you like them? Yeah, I thought it was interesting. I thought the, the album gave us, like, the first song, you know, first, First is such an aggressive pump up mm-hmm. song. And then it goes into what is it? Don't ask, don't tell. Yeah. Like kind of the happy, chill, fun, cute, 80s summer song. And then Please, Please is like a devastating ballad. I think my favorite, just personal taste, what I want to listen to again and again is probably Don't Ask, Don't Tell. Mm-hmm. But I thought Please, Please was a fantastic ballad. You know, so many times groups end, especially mini albums with a ballad. This is what I want out of a ballad. It was devastating. I thought it was really an effective, sad song. I didn't have to read the lyrics to know what they were singing about. Yeah. That's the best part, you know, when it's able to kind of transcend language and you get it. It almost reminded me of like a really sad ABBA ballad. That's super specific. Yeah, no, I can totally hear that. Yes. That's what it reminded me of. And I was like, ooh, yes, I'm here for this. I liked all three songs. I do think it's interesting that they're very different. The style isn't the same. It's like a little bit of this, a little bit of this, a little bit of this. But it works because they're all good. The name of it is a little last melody this better not be the last melody like what's it going better on not be. <laughs> right I was a little bit like Ooh, when I saw the title no no ever go like don't pull a g friend on us let's oh stick my around God, no don't no don't don't but I really did enjoy it okay let's talk about biases we reviewed them before we picked biases and records where are you with your biases still love Aisha Love, love, love her and Mia. Those are my girls. I love their vocals. I think they're beautiful. Well, they're all beautiful. Yeah. I definitely am drawn to both of them. Like I quickly pick them out and my eye goes to both of them very quickly. Mine are still the same, really. Mm -hmm. Uh, Yirin, I love her. Spunky, sassy, like fantastic. And Shion, like those two Mm -hmm. to me are probably my favorites of the group. Yeah. I kind of go to them and I think they're wonderful. But this is a well-balanced group, so I'm not, you know, so passionate and strong that, like, this is the girl. I think they're all fantastic. Something interesting with them, though, Xion has taken over the leader position. Yeah, she took over from EU. They announced Hmm. it, so I'm not sure. Interesting. I know. That feels really weird. Yeah, I wonder. To have a leadership change without anyone leaving the group, I would feel a little yeah. uncomfortable if I used to be the leader and now I'm not. So same, I wonder. Yeah. Who knows what's going on? But I feel a little bit like, hmm, when the title is called Last Melody and the leader has stepped down. Okay. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. I feel like there's there could be something going on here. I don't know. I don't know. Just reading into it. That's weird to me. That stands yeah. out. Because like Victon, their leader changed, but it was because Sungwoo 
left, he went and was in, you know, another group, one of those reality show groups. So the leader changed. And then when he came back, he stayed not being the leader. Like that made sense to me. But I can't remember another time when a leader changed while the group was all intact. Yeah. And with no, not like anyone's leaving or going on hiatus or anything. Yeah. Hmm. So I wouldn't be surprised if there's an announcement of some sort, you know, within the next few months. There's something going on here. But no matter what's going on, they put out great music. I love these three songs. Let's play a clip of the super fierce Mm -hmm. first by Everglow. really want to go fight some space things with them because of the song (laughs) it's an intense song it's an intense song so so good yeah I think this is great but my favorite from the album isn't the song I do really think don't ask don't tell yeah it's the vibe for me but congratulations Severclaw nice comeback hopefully we're wrong and everything just yeah stays together and stays intact Moving forward, we'll see, and we'll be sure to bring the news to the queendom as soon as we know anything. In the meantime, we'll enjoy Last Melody and cheer on the ladies of Everglow. Moving on to another group of fantastic women. This group's been around for a few years, but we haven't reviewed them on the podcast. So we're talking about Promise Nine. So this group debuted in 2018 under Stone Music Entertainment. They were formed through a reality show called Idol School. Now they're on a new label, Off the Record. So the comeback for Promise Nine is called Nine-Way Ticket. Not a one-way ticket, Charity. This is a (laughs) nine-way ticket. Another three-song mini-album. That seems to be the trend this week. We'll see if that continues throughout the summer. The single is called We Go. What did you think of the song and the music video? I loved it. I love when we review someone and I really don't have expectations of what I'm going to like or not. I thought it was so fun. Again, summer fun. It sounds like a summer fun bop. I liked the video that they were kind of doing a pandemic virtual vacation and they were mm-hmm. all interacting together. Smart. I thought the video concept was really cool. You haven't really seen that kind of interaction in a video like that where you can see people doing like, oh, I'm making a, like in that video with uh, Espa, like she's at the board doing stuff with, you know, a computer. But this was like the girl sitting in front of the computer screen and you can kind of see her, her reflection, which I thought was really cool. Yeah. Just the different ideas around this video I thought was really smart. Yeah, and it was very cute. The video reminded me a lot of Aces Down. Mm -hmm. Like that was all social media, Instagram, TikTok. Like I kind of felt like it drew a little bit of inspiration perhaps from that because that was a really effective music video. Mm -hmm. Cool concept. The white dance scene gave me like twice more and more vibes. Do you know what I'm talking mm-hmm. about where they were outside? Yeah. Yep. Like I was like, oh, this reminds me, which was, you know, a really fun, cute girl group summer song last year. So I'm like, yeah. all right, I get the vibe. I get the vibe. I loved the clip when they were in sweats at home doing the choreography. <laughs> yeah. 
That was probably my favorite part of the whole music video because it made them feel a little bit more relatable. And I think Mm -hmm. when you're going to do social media to key into that, like just goofing off with your friends, that feels relatable, you know? So I thought that was smart and kind of fun. It's definitely a fun, airy, happy song. The choreography is very cute. To me, this was just okay. Like I didn't think the chorus was super memorable I think it's fine and I think it's very cute and I can see why they're so popular. They're really, really, really pretty. Probably the best hair in K-pop. When I was watching one of the comeback performances, I was like, are you kidding me? Like they all have gorgeous, gorgeous hair, like long, thick, gorgeous hair. Idols have to dye their hair all the time. I don't understand how their hair is that healthy and beautiful. (laughs) I was watching this like, wait a minute. Very, very cute. What did you think about the other two songs? I also really like them a lot. I added them to my playlist because I like them so much. Airplane really? Mode. Really? Yeah. Airplane Mode I thought was really good. I liked the guitar in it. I liked the beat. The chorus is really strong. Promise. I love the beginning, how it starts. Like It sounds like a scratchy record. It's just like a chill ballad. I thought the vocals were great. I was really surprised by them. I liked all three songs. And I added them all to my playlist. Yeah, that means you really liked them. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I liked Airplane Mode. I thought Airplane Mode and We Go were a nice concept. It's like Airplane Mode, get on the plane. I love it. It's kind of something you would listen to when you're on your way to like for vacation, you know, Mm -hmm. happy. And I liked the sound of Airplane Mode. I thought it was a, a nice song. Not a fan of Promise. I would leave that out. I think there's this trend of let's do a ballad at the end. Let's do a ballad at the end. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> to me, if it doesn't emotionally resonate, I don't like it. I think it's like a filler song. And whereas, you know, the last group we reviewed, Everglow, I thought Please, Please was very devastating. That's a great ballad to me. This one, I was like, okay, <laughs> like, it's fine. It's not a bad song, but it's not a song I would put on the album. I would have done another fun vacation song, maybe like with a little salsa or reggaeton, mm-hmm. like do a vacation song because this is a vacation album. So if you're only going to have three songs, two that have one concept and then a ballad, eh. but three that have one concept, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, I would have no, liked sure. it to go that way because I just didn't think the ballad was strong enough, but not a bad song. I think it's fun and cute and definitely K-pop girl group. Like, yeah, <laughs> I get why they're popular. I think my favorite song is probably Airplane Mode. I liked mm-hmm. that one the most, the more I like kind of listen to all three songs back to back. But We Go is cute and the video is memorable for sure. Who stood out to you? I think um, I kind of I'm not even going to try to guess. Yeah, no, it's too hard. <laughs> There's no, the only reason I'm saying don't try to guess is because I'm not super strong on my bias mm-hmm. choice with this group. Mm-hmm. So yeah, don't try to guess because I don't even know. But at the end of the day, the one that stood out to me the most, Jihyun, pink hair. Okay. I thought she was so, so cute and has just such a light presence. Like she brings like a positive light when she's mm-hmm. on the screen. I also thought Jisun with the shorter hair was stunning. Mm-hmm. Uh, when she came on screen, I was like, oh, so pretty. Just such a wonderful look. And she's a really great dancer. So mm-hmm. 
Those two stood out to me quite a bit. I also think Jiwon stands out when you watch their live performances. She's a really striking center and kind of compelling with her facial features. So geez, the, the J.I. names <laughs> were, all, were all standing out to me. What about you? Uh, G sends my bias for sure. Okay. As soon as she came on screen, I was like, she's so striking. Yeah. Like you said, the best dancer. I liked that her hair was short. Yes. I liked her voice. You know, I did my pause. Who is this? Let me figure her yep. out. Yeah. Um, and I also liked Soyeon. She's the rapper. Obviously, yeah. not a surprise there. But <laughs> <laughs> um, I really like the tone of her voice a lot. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I'm not surprised by that one. I probably should have just, <laughs> I forgot to guess your bias on this yeah. one, but yeah, that makes sense to me. It's funny in groups how hair color will make a person stand out. Yeah. Because that's why, like, when I was watching the music video, Jisun stood out to me because she had lighter hair and it was short. Mm-hmm. And a lot of these mm-hmm. women, I was saying best hair, they have really long, gorgeous yeah. black hair. So she stood out for that reason. But then the other one that stood out to me, it was because of her pink hair. I was like, who's pink hair? That's kind of in my brain what I called her when I was watching one of their comeback performances. I was like, oh, I love her vibe and energy. Wait, which one is this? It's so funny what initially grabs you. And it can be something mm-hmm. as simple as a haircut or hair color. Yeah. yeah. And that draws you in. It's so cool. Like all these little things in K-pop. <laughs> There's a reason mm-hmm. behind them. Let's play a clip of the song for the queendom. Maybe some of you are huge fans. Maybe some of you are like us and you hadn't gotten into them before. This is Promise Nine. We go. when a song sounds like summer because this song sounds like summer all these songs like yeah we've been recently a lot of i love them. it yeah yeah just like the so fun, fun fun light easy happy mm-hmm. cute like i would put them in the category for sure of a cutesy girl group yeah they really have like the if you said k-pop girl group the visuals the sound mm-hmm. the presentation they fall into that category for me so Congratulations to Promise Nine on your comeback. Excited we got to talk about you, a new group. And it'll be interesting to see what they come out with next because that's my impression of them now. They could come out and be like, no, we're we're badasses. Do do the Everglow thing, you never know. Okay, let's move on to a huge segment. We talk about it every week. We're obsessed. We're talking about Kingdom, Legendary War, weekly reality show competition with six amazing groups. Okay, so this week continued the competition between the two teams, It's One and Mayfly. So it was the vocal challenge. Mm -hmm. Mayfly did Love Poem by IU. It's One did Spark by Taeyeon. I wasn't sure what to expect from this. (sighs) I have so many thoughts. Okay, let's break it down. Let's get your thoughts first. What did you think? I thought Mayfly killed it. I thought their vocals were flawless. Yoon Kwan is a vocal king. I think before in 
earlier kingdom songs. I think I just was distracted by the people that were maybe not my favorite that I didn't really pay attention to him, but man, did he kill it. Him, Jong Ho, Sungmin, flawless. It's one. They did a great job. I thought it was beautiful, but there were a little more pitchy parts. To they me had a problem for them. Yeah, they had one yeah. problem that stood out. Yeah, yeah. When he hit yeah. that high yeah. note, yeah. Oh, that was a problem. I was. It killed it. It just was like no, no, no. <sighs> yeah, I liked their arrangement. I thought that song mm-hmm. was better. I genuinely like yeah. "Spark" by Taeyeon. I prefer to "Love Poem" by IU, and I thought their arrangement was so dynamic. Like when they came in, it started so strong, really Mm -hmm. nice harmonies. I loved the It's One performance. And I think had they not had vocal issue. Yeah. I don't want to say his name because he cried. If you, you know, watched the show, he's backstage crying about it. He knows he lost it for his team. And Mm -hmm. I don't want to hype that part up because the rest of his performance was fantastic. And he's a great singer. There was just a crack at that part. And it, you know... When that happens, you it can't happens, go back and yeah. fix it. No. Our favorite group, Stray Kids, had a vocal issue a couple weeks ago. It happens. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. But I actually liked, when I was watching the performances, I kind of liked that one more. But if you're going to go based on vocals, you can't deny the three guys from Mayfly killed it. So yeah. I'm not upset with the results, but I think the guys from It's One deserve a lot more credit because yeah. vocally yeah. they killed it. The vocalist from Icon fantastic like Mm -hmm. loved hearing them and seeing them featured it's just hard when you're going up against yukon jung ho and also yeah our boy who i always call sunbeam um, (laughs) from stray kids he really held his own with those two vocal giants i was so excited for him it was really cool to see him hold his own there yeah, that was tough. I feel bad for It's One because they lost yeah, every competition. I know. And I don't um, know if that's fair, if I'm being honest, because I think there's some stuff that you could give it to the other team. It's just kind of based on, you know, it's based on taste. Are you into this? Are you into this? And I think it's it's a tough, tough call. But my heart broke for the dude from SF9 mm-hmm. who had some vocal issues because that performance was good. So it was a tough call. Two great performances. Mayfly came out on top. So they're just owning that competition. (laughs) Yeah. Then we had the first two of kind of the solo group performances. And then we'll get the other four, the episode Thursday. So obviously this podcast comes out on Thursdays. (laughs) We recorded it (laughs) earlier in the week. So we can't talk about that yet. We'll talk about next week. This week we had Icon and Stray Kids. And these performances are both garnering tons of social media attention We'll talk about Icon first. So Icon did a remix of Pretty Savage by Blackpink, and they called it Classy Savage. I thought it was really funny in the lyrics. Instead of skinny bitch, they said classy boy. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I was like, okay. And then that part that's like, we're some bitches you can't manage. They said, we're some F boys you can't manage. I was like, ooh, (laughs) okay. Throwing it down. Icon, I think they've been bringing amazing performances. I loved Mm -hmm. it. They bring such good performances. By the end of every performance, it's a party. Mm -hmm. So much energy. I think they're fantastic. Okay, so the big thing here, Lisa. Lisa from Blackpink shows up, and Lisa's there. And Queen. 
killer verse, you know, she does her thing. Lisa's not going to disappoint when it comes to performances like this. But something that bothered me, there was no interaction with Lisa. And to me, it was clear that it was filmed at different times. Yeah. So that's not a collab stage. That's editing. (laughs) Like, it's not a collaboration. They didn't do a collab stage. Icon filmed something, Lisa filmed something, and they put it together to make it look like they filmed it together. But to me, it was so clear it wasn't. I agree. That's my exact thought. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Because I was frustrated. At the end, I wanted to see them with Lisa Mm -hmm. dancing around on stage together. So it was kind of like a little bit disappointing for me that didn't happen. I understand why everyone's hyped about this performance, but Mm. that part. It was very clearly done separately. Right? Yeah. It was too obvious. And like, yeah, I'm... I've got to just say, too, I really hated the do-rag on Lisa. Like, y'all have to stop with that. No, for real. Like, Uh, it's... uh, (laughs) I don't know why that's always, like, what they're doing styling-wise. But it's just a bizarre choice. And I think there's other options you could go for that might... I like the boots she had on, though. Yeah, that's true. No, and she looked great. It's just that, like... uh, you don't need to wear a hat or a headpiece at all. <laughs> Guys, Emily doesn't like it. She's not a fan. Don't put anything on your head. Unless it's a baseball cap. If you're going to, I think a do-rag is not the appropriate Answer? choice. Yes. <laughs> I think it, it's 2021. Let's move on from that, you guys. Like, yeah. not a good look. But, you know, I digress. That's a little thing. The performance was great. It was cool to see Lisa. Next week, Mayan from Idol performs with BTOB. And I know for a fact it's not separate stages. They're on stage together. And it looks like a really cool performance. Before we talk about next week, we have to talk about, to me, not only the performance of the week, but this is something that has kind of changed the game for Stray Kids. Uh, (laughs) A lot has happened with Stray Kids in the past week. Over the weekend, a lot happened. We'll get into it. It's all good. Don't worry. Stray Kids did a performance that was a mashup of God's Menu and Do 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 by Blackpink. Blackpink is getting a lot of covers here. I know. Shows how influential they are in K-pop. Love them or hate them, they're the group that people are doing covers of. So I think that's a an important thing to point out. So Stray Kids did a Deadpool-inspired performance to this kind of mashup. Let's talk about it, Charity. What'd you think? Epic. I thought it was phenomenal. I thought they did the mashup so well where it easily blended from do, do, do into when they do the do, 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 yeah. do in God's menu. Oh yeah. my God, it made me so happy. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I love that part so much. They killed it. Just the aggression, the intensity that they were just in sync. They were on. Like they were- Yeah. They were on. They were ready. Did you get all the Deadpool references? I didn't watch it. I do know the costume. (laughs) Okay. And I know about it. Yes, yes. But I have never watched the movie. No. I watched the movie when it came out, but that was years ago. And I haven't seen it since. And I thought it was really cute that like the second the screen came up, the other groups were going, Deadpool, Deadpool. Like they got it. They got it. So it was clearly really obvious all the things they did to Deadpool fans, which I think is like, really cool Felix starting I do know that scene of Ryan Reynolds sitting on the mm-hmm. uh, bridge yeah. and talking and Felix doing that very cool opening choreography 
the way that they came out, like you said, they were ready. Like yeah. it was so intense. Your man Changbin went off oh, during his he rap. Did. Oh my, oh my God. goodness. Like he went Ooh. off. I thought the sets were really cool. I loved how it paused and Chan started talking. Yes. It's just smart, really funny and engaging mm-hmm. and giving you a show. They're giving you a show. I thought that was so fun and cool and amazing. A lot of guns. Boy, they love dancing with guns. <laughs> you know, it, in our culture, that's not um, something no. you see as much. No. Uh, you know, everything's different culturally. So no shade, respect or disrespect. But it's just like they're dancing, like holding guns. <laughs> a lot. Oh, that's, that's so funny. I'm not used to seeing it. So that like takes me out of it for a second. I'm like, okay. But the choreography was fantastic. It was just, you know, this was kind of the performance for Stray Kids. It was so, so powerful. The way at the end that Bang Chan was standing on top of that, like, tank thing. Mm -hmm. And they were screaming, Stray Kids world domination. Stray Kids everywhere all around the world. (laughs) Wow. And I was so hyped watching it, you know. Making it to be truth. Seriously. And then Felix showing his abs. Oh, <laughs> oh my God. When, when Wu Yang was like, my son. Yeah, I don't know why Wu Yang <laughs> called him his son. I guess I he was know. proud of him. Yeah. Uh, they all were freaking out. Like, oh. Tae Yang from SF9 was like, with that cute face, he has those abs. <laughs> like, wait, what? <laughs> There's such a, a shock to it. Yeah, it was amazing. I will say... When I watch all these performances, though, I feel a pang of sadness because I can see the parts that would be Hyunjin's. Yeah. You know? And it's just like, this would have been such a showcase for him and what he can do. Mm -hmm. And the fact that he's not able to, it's the worst. Won't go into that, but I just, it takes away the enjoyment for me from everything they're doing. Yeah, because so many new people could be introduced to them after this weekend, especially, and they don't know that there's someone missing. Yeah, And he to me, is the it factor for that group. He is usually the center. You don't have your center at this really pivotal time. They're still killing it. They're still going to succeed. I'm not saying like, oh no, but there's a different dynamic when he's there. That's a little, little pain of sadness, but they killed it. And what happened was a fan tweeted at Ryan Reynolds, check this out, Stray Kids, Deadpool performance. Ryan Reynolds responded that day, hi, Stray Kids. And they started going back and forth, him and Bang Chan. So he took a picture and he autographed a bottle of his gin, aviation gin, and said, autographs on its way, Bang Chan. Can I ask for a favor and response? Can I get all of your autographs? And so whatever. Cute. So Bang Chan, you know, sends him an album and says, here's your autograph. And I'm sending over some other goodies. And then Hugh Jackman got in on this conversation. <laughs> And was like, I don't have it in front of me, but said something similar to, you know, I've got to watch out for my fellow Aussies. Not sure about Ryan Reynolds being like your <laughs> next big fan or something. And then yeah. he said like, hi, Felix. So that was cute. The Hugh Jackman, you know, recognized Felix and Chan as fellow Aussies. Yeah, It's so cool that Ryan Reynolds has posted. And then like ET Canada, you know, tweeted, Ryan Reynolds and K-pop group Stray Kids friends, and they used the wrong at sign for Stray Kids. And Ryan Reynolds was right underneath. Um, it's Stray Kids, like with the right one to them. <laughs> I so love it. 
He really, yeah. Ryan Reynolds is a new fan. Welcome to the fandom. We're happy to have you as a stay, Ryan Reynolds. Really cool. He was on The Masked Singer in Korea yeah. a few years ago. And there's pictures of him with XO, yep. which was so cute. Oh, I love that he's a K-pop fan. Well, he's familiar with it. I mean, if you're smart, you know K-pop's the biggest. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Internationally, K-pop is massive. So why not show some love back and yeah. start a friendship with these guys? I thought that was so cool. And, so cool. you know, they're dying. They're so excited. Bang Chan, you know, he does Chan's Room every single Sunday. Amazing. And he wore the Deadpool mask. <laughs> and my favorite part, um, he he's like the coolest guy in K-pop because he always shows love to other groups and artists. So he does, not similar to what we do, but he does a weekly show where he listens to new songs, which is great because he's showing yeah. love to other groups. It doesn't have anything to do with label, whatever. And he was listening to Butter by BTS, yeah. dancing to it in the Deadpool mask. It was quite a moment. I'm not sure if I ever thought we'd see that. but it was Uh, amazing so much love to stray kids they killed it i don't know i don't know how you're gonna top that performance i will say so next week we'll see the other four groups and in the previews they showed sf9 is doing move by tame and charity i'm going to lose my mind like time to die i don't know if i can handle that like you know very they know the way to our hearts emily especially mine you know i have been swerving so hard to sf9 during this whole competition i'm like they're so dreamy oh they're great i love them that song Mm -hmm. yes i'm here for it can't wait we'll be sure to talk about it but this was a great episode the vocal battles icon and lisa stray kids kingdom is the gift that keeps on giving i know people get frustrated with you know, fan wars and voting. I'm. Whatever. This is just good entertainment. Fun. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they all deserve love and a million votes. It's great entertainment. Okay, let's move on to news. K-pop news. Obviously, besides Stray Kids and Ryan Reynolds, BTS biggest thing in K-pop, biggest thing in the world this week. On top of all the great butter stuff. They also announced that they're going to hold muster to celebrate their eighth anniversary. Last year, they didn't do a muster because of COVID. This year, they're doing it. It'll be online June 13th and June 14th, two different set lists. So excited for that. They do so much of that type of stuff. It's really cool. And so they just announced that. We talked about Radio Play. Butter debuted at number 26 for Pop Songs Radio Airplay chart. That's the highest BTS has ever ever debuted like that's way higher than their normal um that's for top 40 radio stations in the u.s so you should be hearing it if you're not hearing it request tweet at the radio station make your voices heard but it should be getting good radio play and it'll be really important as far as song of the summer what happens in the next month so Mm -hmm. we will keep our eyes on that butter also broke the youtube record for most views within 24 hours 108 million in 24 hours. They broke their own record. Dynamite was 101 million. So Army making it happen. Army makes it happen. And it should be noted the number was way, way higher than that. But YouTube did its normal takeaway tons Mm -hmm. and tons of views because they can't believe that it's not bots, that there's actually that many people tuning in. Yeah. Uh, There is the biggest band in the world. Crap. I probably gave it at least a thousand 
I mean, a lot of us, and that's what frustrates me too, is that when you're streaming, if you want it to count, you have to listen to other songs in between. I don't want to. I want to listen to the song on repeat. Like, why is that so unbelievable? So, Why am I going to give streams to someone else? Exactly. So this happened with Spotify as well. Butter by BTS had the biggest debut of all time on Spotify. Biggest first day ever. 11 million streams. It was a lot more than that, but Spotify took away a ridiculous number, like 20 million. And for other groups, YouTube and Spotify will take like a million away. For BTS, it's always like at least 20 million. Makes me so mad. It's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. ARMY works so hard too. Totally. Oh my goodness. This fandom, they're doing everything they can to give them the biggest numbers and Mm -hmm. it literally gets taken away from them. And what I think people don't understand, it's getting taken away from them because so-and-so, who also released that day, her label, (laughs) is doing something to have that happen. Hmm. That's the way it works. That's the way this industry works. And like people always ask, why is it only happening to BTS? Because they're the competition. And this label will not let that happen to this person that's an industry plant that they've spent all this money on. If you know who I'm talking about this week... There was a certain person that had a big release, big, 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 big numbers. Yeah. (laughs) Anyways, I digress. That's the industry. But the thing is, like, they can do all that. We all know they're the biggest group in the world. And at the end of the day, when acts go on tour, there's not many acts that will sell out stadiums like BTS. Nope. There's maybe literally a handful, five people you can name that can do that. And... Their competitors on the charts, yeah, they're not doing BTS numbers. Like, nope. they're not. You can't tell us they are. The fans speak with the merchandise, with how much money ARMY spends mm-hmm. on concerts, merchandise. They're in another level. So I understand how frustrating it is for everyone. We still broke the record. <laughs> we still broke the records. It just gives motivation to ARMY to stream harder and to work harder and keep fighting for BTS because the industry will continue to try to take things away from them. Yeah. Unless we're the most powerful voice by far. So keep fighting army. You did it this time anyway. Like it's amazing. Okay. Moving on past BTS, huge, huge week for them. Apologies if you're not an army and we've talked about them so much, but you know, it's a big week. What can I say? Monster X. Bad news for Monster X fans. Uh, I don't think this is surprising, but They've postponed their North American tour to 2022. Ugh, breaks my heart. <laughs> I know, I know. Uh, so, just dying to see them in concert one time before show and list. One time, is that too much to ask? Well, yes, uh, because show is going to have to enlist. He's part of the 1992 crew, like with Bacon. So, oh, I'm waiting any day to get the most devastating the news of my life. Yeah. Yes, I'm waiting. Guys, it will be a dark day. You, you will know. I will cry. I will be upset. I will have Get a tantrum. Ready. I will not be as graceful as Emily. That's for sure. I don't even feel like I was graceful. I feel like I was like a total mess. <laughs> I was like so embarrassed after the bacon episode. I was like, I can't believe I just did this like episode crying and listing out 10 things I love about this guy. Uh, yeah. So you may not be able to see show, but we will be seeing Monstax in 2022. Their new album comes out next month. The pictures are phenomenal. We're getting new pictures every day. 
they're just so in their bag as these like handsome grown men, you know, the mm-hmm. suits and the whole thing, they know who they are and they're killing it. I cannot wait for that. Speaking of comebacks in June, Bam Bam from God Seven, his comeback is announced or his debut solo mini album entitled Ribbon. Ooh. Ooh, okay. That's different from what I was expecting from Bam Bam. So that'll be cool. That's on June 14th. We just mentioned Bacon, Bacon's group Super M. Dropping hit 100 million views. That's Super M's first music video to do so. Congratulations to those guys. In Hypen, we've talked about them a lot this past month. I'm really high on them. And their latest album is number 18 on the Billboard 200. That's massive. So that's like Billboard's chart for album sales in the United States. And their number 18, that is the second highest for a K-pop act this year. Wow. The first highest was, of course, BTS with B, and that was number seven. So mm-hmm. this is a big deal. And Hypen's making some noise. Check out the Fever video, by the way, if you guys haven't. Charity and I both loved that song off their latest release. And luckily for all of us, they released it, you know, a music video, and they're performing it on shows. I wish more K-pop acts would do that. I feel yeah. like so many times it's just the single. They perform yeah. it a million times, and then that's it. Like, no, release other songs off the album as singles. Like, come on, they deserve love. JB, we reviewed JB from Got7 recently, Switch It Up. And that song is the first Korean soloist to appear on the Billboard R&B Digital Songs chart. Woohoo, so, that's a good song. Yeah, yeah, I think that's really cool to see him charting an R&B song. Love the song, love the vibe. Congratulations to him our boys from XO. We've got a comeback coming charity and I haven't shared this news with you, but it's very exciting. Lay is confirmed to be participating (gasps) in this comeback. Oh my gosh. Yes. Watch out Kai. I don't know what that means. I love you. Just, we don't know. I, you know, he wasn't in those pictures from the music video. So I'm wondering what this means, but he has said he's participating. So (gasps) Big exciting mm, I love me news. some lay. I know, your man's back. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> so June, I feel like every month we're like, that's going to be a loaded month. I but, <laughs> I, but June is going to be a loaded month. We have so yeah. many big comebacks. Summer's a really busy time for K-pop. I feel like the heavyweights release May, June. We've got a lot of content coming your way. Don't you worry, Queendom. Before we go tonight, Charity, what's your song of the week? It has to be the song of the week, the song of the year, the song of the summer. And I am confident to say that I feel you have the same one, Emily. I think you're right. I think it would be (laughs) insane if this wasn't my song of the week. There's no way we're picking something else. It's Butter by BTS. Yes, hands down. (laughs) Hands down, yeah. (laughs) There's no way. A lot of weeks we pick different stuff. I think it's always fun and exciting when we have the same. There was Mm -hmm. no question in my mind coming into the show tonight. Yeah, Charity's going to pick the same thing. If you didn't, I'd be like, hmm. Oh my God, right? Is there a better song? No. Then you would know I'm an imposter and not really Charity. (laughs) I would. I'd be like, hmm, who's this girl? Like there are some good songs on the other albums we reviewed this week, but nah, Song of the Week is Butter by BTS. You all know it. I think even non-BTS fans, in the K-pop world, the fan wars get so intense that there's people that really will hate groups Mm because they hate the fandom. I think even if you're in that boat, 
I don't know how you could listen to this song or watch the music video and not like it. This is, it's a good one. Okay, so next week, BTS's label mates, T by T, TXT, have a massive comeback. Your man, your bias, RM, he's one of the lyricists on their first single. So I love it. That'll be exciting. And Red Velvet's Joy, she's releasing something for us next week. So be sure to come back. We'll have an episode up for you. Episodes are posted every week. Follow us on social media, NYC K-pop Queens. Say hello. We want to be friends. Once again, thank you all so much for your well wishes and all of the amazing messages we received for our one-year anniversary. We really love and appreciate you guys. Thank you to everyone who sent in recordings, participated in the giveaways, and just thank you for listening. It means the world to us to have this community. You know, we work hard to bring you a new podcast every week and to know that people look forward to it and we're part of your lives. That's just an amazing, like the greatest reward. So Mm -hmm. we're very, very grateful for you, Queendom. It keeps us motivated. Always. Yes, totally. Thank you for for everything. We feel the love. We feel the good vibes. And one of these days, we were hoping it was 2021 that we get to meet you at (laughs) concerts. I feel like (laughs) our two-year anniversary, we'll be going to a K-pop concert, hanging out with the Queendom. But one of these days, we're all going to hang out. It'll be a fun party for sure. So until then, new episodes every week. Give us a shout on social media and have a fantastic weekend. We will see you next week. Love you, Queendom. Bye. Bye.